Jesse, his sidekick. Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, JRoot Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on jrootradio.com. And at 712-432-4217. Also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhi for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhi to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Hello out there. Uh, that was my line. I know, but I like it. Hello out there. Okay, <clears throat> you said it? You finished? I'm finished, Rabbi Yerbs. Good. Hello out there, everybody. It's glad to meet you. And it was very interesting as I was coming over here to the studio. And it was very strange that six different kinds of stories came to my head all at once, but I can only tell one of them. Well, Rabbi Yerbs, how about doing all six at once? Uh, well, I could do it in six different weeks, maybe. No, try it all at once. That'll be really special. <laughs> yes, it would be. It would be almost as special if they could see you and me together at the same time. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that would also be special. Good. Very good. Okay, and now... And now, what kind of story are you going to tell? There were six different stories. Which one are you going to pick? I'm going to pick the other one. Oh, but I thought you were going to pick that one. No, no, no. That one is for next week. So which one are you doing? The other one. Which other one? The one before the other one or the one before after the other one? Well, one of the six I'm going to do. Well, which one of the six are you going to do? That one. That one? Which is that one? The one that I do will be the one that I do. <gasps> oh, boy, Rabbi Herbs, which one is that going to be? Okay, I will tell you. It's going to be a Balshemtov story. A Balshemtov story? Wow! It's not even much of Shambas, and you're going to tell a Balshemtov story? Wow! This is exciting! Wow! Um, uh, uh, you know what's going to be more exciting? What? What would be more exciting, Robert Earth, than to hear a story? If you're quiet so I could say the story. <gasps> That's a great idea. Okay, um, everybody here in the studio is quiet. Uh, there's not too many people here. Oh, do we? Oh, we have a few guests over here, Baruch Hashem, and um, but they're quiet. Y'all see? Get the hint. A hint? That's the Yiddish word for a doggy. Is there a doggy here? Uh, um, um, don't worry, I'll take care of the doggy. Uh, okay, um, okay, uh, nice doggy. Now be quiet. Now sit down. Down, I said. That's good. Now you have to be quiet, just like I'm going to be quiet. Oh, well, that was done well. Oh, <laughs> I wonder where that dog came from. I didn't see a dog come into the studio over here. I didn't see a dog come into my basement over here. I don't know what's going on here. 
Ah, uh, that's a very good question, Rabbi Herbs. But you know, it's the month of honor. You know, Okay, 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 I got the idea, but how did the dog get in here? Well, it's very simple, you see. Because now, we're getting closer, because this week we bench Rosh Chodesh Adah, if I'm not mistaken. And then next week, it's gonna be Rosh Chodesh Adah. The big honor. You know what I mean? The real Purim is coming about. <laughs> what do you mean, the real Purim? Not Purim cutout. The big one. Aha. Uh -huh. I see. But what does this have to do with having a dog come in to the studio? Oh. <laughs> That's pretty easy. Because, you know... It's under. We gotta do things that are funny and, you know, a little different. So we use our imagination and presto, a dog pops into the studio. Uh, is that gonna affect how you tell a story? Uh, no, as long as you keep the dog quiet. Uh, uh you see? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh... Uh, you know, like, uh, if we use our imagination, we think there's a dog here, so I can use my imagination, and I think I control him. Okay, nice doggy. Nice little doggy. Okay, so as long as you have this dog under control, then I guess I could get ready and really get into the story. So let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm about to begin, so let me get ready and here I go. So, <laughs> you'll see, you'll see. I thought you were going to keep the dog quiet. I, I am, I am, but uh, I think the dog's imagination is running wild right now. Well, stop it. <laughs> look, look, look at the dog, he's jumping all over the place. Well, it's the month of Adar, so we can have a little Simcha. That's not called Simcha. He's messing up my place over here. Catch that dog. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, here I come. Wait, wait, wait for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no, don't go over there. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 I think I got him. Whoa. I got him. <laughs> okay, doggy. Uh, don't bite me. Wow, you both have some strange imagination. Really? Uh, wow. But, Rabbi Herbs, we hang around you, so <laughs> we get some of our imagination from you. <laughs> well, I think you're in the Purim spirit. I think we're all in the Purim spirit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we got to tell a story. We? All right, I'll tell a story. Once upon a time, there was three little pigs. No, 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 that kind of story. A real story. So let me, let, let, everybody quiet down, Mr. Doggy. Quiet. Quiet. Now that's so much better. Okay, now that we got that settled, where was I? Ah, uh, of course. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so now this story took place during the times of the Baal Shem Tov, towards his last years. A matter of fact, originally it started like 25 years before he was Nifter, or something to that effect. But, well, I'm not exactly 100% sure. Are you going to tell the story, or are you going to tell you're not sure you're telling a story? No, 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 I'm going to tell a story. Oh, okay. Now, actually, this story happened. Well, you know what the problem is? What's the problem? Uh, that dog keeps looking at me. <laughs> don't, don't worry, uh, I'm not afraid of dogs. Good. Neither am I. Especially these kind of dogs. They're very ferocious, but we can take care of them. Okay, so what's the problem then, Rabbi Herbs? Um, the problem is I'm just debating where I should start from the story. How about the beginning? That's a great idea. But this story could begin in many different places. How about wherever you begin? That's the beginning. Great idea. Okay, so this story goes back to the times of the Baal Shem Tov. Are you telling the story or I'm telling the story? Um, you're telling the story and I'm going to sit quietly with the doggy, right? Right, doggy? <laughs> That's a nice doggy. Okay, um, um, go ahead, Rabbi Ayers. Okay, our story goes back. It was about one year before the Halig of Baal Shem Tov, Rabbi Yisrael ben Eliezer, before he was Nifta. It was one year before when he called all his favorite Talmudim together. And they were sitting there around the table, and he told them, Well, in Mirz Hashem, there's going to come a time when I will be called to go on up above. And when I'm called, 
to the Bezna Shalmalam, who need people to do things in place of me. So listen to me very carefully. I want you, you will take care of what I want. You're going to take care of um, the town of Mezhevich. And you will take care of uh, Case de Shilas about Hasidus. You'll take care of that. And then at that moment, the Baal Shem Tev turned to a person by the name of Rabbi Yaakov from Ukop. That's the name of it. I looked it up. He went and he turned to Rabbi Yaakov of Ukop. And he said to him, Rabbi Yaakov, and you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do the following. I want you to go around from town to town, and you will make a living by telling stories that happened in my lifetime. Um, um, you want me, I, 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 um, you want me that I should go around telling the stories? That means I have to do a lot of traveling. I was kind of hoping that I'd be able to settle down a bit. Listen to me very carefully, Rabbi Yaakov. Listen well what I tell you. You'll be able to make a parnasa. When people hear that you're a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, and you actually saw Maiselech happen, you saw with your own eyes, they'll be willing to hear it. And they'll pay you money. They'll give you things. Don't worry. But how long would I be doing this? Ah, you're going to do it until there will be a sign from Shemayim. What is that sign? Ah, I cannot tell you everything now. You will know. Don't worry. And sure enough, one year later, the Baal Shem Tov was Nifter. There was a very big Leviah, and each one of his Talmidim carried out and did exactly what they were told. And there went good old Rabbi Yaakov. All right, bye-bye. Uh, uh, see you all later. I have to do my uh, job that the Baal Shem Tov said. I'm going to be traveling from place to place. Um, you know, just let me uh, put this on the wagon. Well, let me just gallop a little bit with the wagon. Here, giddy up! Oh, 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 take it easy! And he would travel to town to town, and he came to the first town that he came to, and he said, uh, Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. And how are you? And who are you? And, uh, and, and, and welcome! And, uh, thank you very much. Um, my name is Rabbi Yaakov, and I come from Ukop. I have a cup also. A cup is a head. I have a head right here. No, 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 no. It's the name of a place. Oh, you want to place a cup down on the table to drink some coffee or something? No, 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 no. Ukup is the name of a place. A name of a place. Okay, well, whatever suits you fine. Anyway, so uh, what, what brings you to this part of the town where I am? Uh, I happen to be a Talmud of the Heliger. Baal Shem Tov, you know, the holy Baal Shem Tov. <laughs> the, the, what? You, you, you really? You get to know? No, cannot be. Yes, I am. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Okay, if you say so. Um. Anyways, let me ask you a question. Um. You really know stories? I, I witnessed some of them. <gasps> boy, oh boy, I'm going to get everybody together. Hey, everybody! Let's go to the shul if I got a surprise for you. And so people went to the shul and he would tell a story and he would conclude the story and the people would say, Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, this guy is good. I heard that story once before, so it must be true if he's telling it. And he tells us all the details. Wow, it's amazing. And it's, it's really true, the rumors. You know, uh, may I ask you a question, sir? Go right ahead. What's your question? I mean, is it really true? You know, like, like, um, um, you know, the, the, you know, the, they, they closed their eyes and the wagon just went by itself. Yes, it's true. It happened many, many times. Oh boy, oh boy, that sounds very exciting, unbelievable. Okay, um, that's great. And he would go from town to town, and as the years were going on, he was getting a little bit tired. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm so tired. I don't think I can go to the next town. I don't think I can just get up there. I'm telling a story. I have a funny feeling. I tell one more story. I'm going to fall asleep right in the middle of the story. Maybe I should take a little rest. 
I'm doing this for a long time. How many years do I have to do this? I want to settle down. I want to get married. I want to start a family. I'm so tired. Oh, what's everybody gathered around over there? Oh, hi. Um, hello? What's everybody gathered around? What is everybody gathered around? Come over here and take a look. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm taking a look. Uh, somebody's hanging up a sign. Yeah, what about it? Uh, look at the sign. Read the sign. Okay, I'll read the sign. Uh, oh, wow. Unbelievable. <gasps> really? Wow. Yeah, so you read the sign. So you know what it says. Yeah. Good. Maybe you can tell me what the sign says. Whoa, why? Don't you know how to read? Uh, no, I just know how to look at a sign. <gasps> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you're not that educated. Oh, I'm educated. I'm educated in Torah learning, but I don't read this language over here. Oh, well, I get around. Uh, let me see. Okay, you see, there is this Gavir, a very rich man, who lives in Italy. You got that part so far? Yeah, so, so what about it? Well, anyways, this rich man, he loves stories of the Baal Shem Tov, And he's willing to pay one golden coin for every story that he hears from the Baal Shem Tov. Now, isn't that great? Yeah, but it's a problem. I don't know too many stories of the Baal Shem Tov. I wish I did, because then I could be a rich man. Well, guess what? I do know a lot of stories from the Baal Shem Tov. You what? How would you know so many stories? You're making that up. You're trying to steal his money. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm Rabbi Yaakov from Ukup, and I want you to know that I am a Talmud. Uh, a Talmud Muvak from the Baal Shem Tov, and I actually witnessed many of the stories that took place. I know hundreds of stories. You do? So then what are you sitting over here? Why don't you go and travel to Italy? Um, that's an excellent idea. Wow. Maybe this is what the Rebbe meant. Maybe this is what the Baal Shem Tov meant. Because if I go to Italy, and I tell hundreds of stories, gold coins, wow, I can retire. Maybe that's, that's the simon he was talking about. Yes, now how am I going to get to Italy? It costs some money. Hmm. And so he had no other choice. But to work his way around by telling stories. But this time, when he came to a place and he was feeling tired, he says, So I want to tell you a story to have with a helicopter symptom. And then some people in the audience would say, Oh, this guy is not going to tell a story. He's going to sleep on us. Suddenly his mind would say, If I fall asleep, I don't get to Italy. Well, let me tell you that story. And he suddenly woke up with such a big uh, smile on his face and sparks in his eyes. And he told the story and he had the whole crowd mesmerized. And eventually, after a few months, he arrived in Italy. Ah, at last, I'm in Italy. Okay, now I just got to find where this rich guy is. Excuse me, sir. Yes, can I help you? Yeah, you can stop talking funny. I'm not talking funny. You're the one that's talking funny. Oh, right. Um, um, let me find some Jewish fella. Oh, there's a nice guy. Uh, he has tzitzis sticking out. So maybe they pronounce it tzitzis here. Maybe they say tzitzis. I don't know which way they. Well, whatever it is. Excuse me, Anshuldik. Excuse me. Are you Jewish? Yeah, you're talking to me? Sholem Aleichem. How are you? Uh, I'm Baruch Hashem fine. Um, um, you speak Yiddish, right? I speak your language, yes. What is it? What do you do? Uh, I'm not from around here. I could tell, I could tell. <laughs> so, uh, what is it that you want? Uh, I, I would like to find, you know, I heard about that there's this rich Gavir who wants to give a gold coin for every story that he hears from the Baal Shem Tov. And I have stories to tell. Ah, you're going to be one of those guys who are going to come up and say a Baba Misa, and then what's going to happen is he's going to throw you out on your head because you're lying and you're trying to steal his money. <laughs> no, I really know stories. Oh, okay, because I, I, I was just testing you because he doesn't throw anybody out. He listens to anybody. Matter of fact, even if you don't tell a real story, and, 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 and but, you know, you say it's a real story, he'll still give you a gold coin because he's a gavir and he loves to do tzedakah. So, you know, if you really got stories, that's good. 
But, you know, you have to go with your conscience because if you're not going to tell a true story, you know that means you're stealing. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not stealing. I'm a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov, the Halakha Baal Shem Tov, And I know lots of stories. As a matter of fact, that was the assignment that he gave me before he was nifted. He said, I should go around telling stories. Oh, I see. All right. Well, here, I'll draw you a map. And here you go. <laughs> okay, here it is. Follow this and you'll find the Gevir. Wow, this is great. Um, let me just go over here and follow the map. Mm -hmm, uh-huh. Ah, wow, what a house. Look at that metal gate. Hmm, let me just open this metal gate. Wow. Let me just go inside. Wow, stone walkway. Look at this marble floor or whatever. Hmm, uh, just walk all the way up to the door. Okay. Uh, no, just knock on the door. Yes, who was a deer? Uh, who's a deer? Who's a deer? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, there's no deers out here. No, 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 I said who's a deer? I'm not a deer, I'm a human being. Hello? You want a deer? You go to the forest. You get a deer in the forest. Uh, uh, hello? Um, hello? Um... Oh, one sec, and I'm going to open the door in just a minute. Okay, now, come inside. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. Just stop bouncing me up and down. Uh, that's okay. This is the way we greet the people. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, 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 okay. <gasps> Whoa, uh, um, uh, you happen to be the Gavir? Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not the Gavir. I happen to be the bottle. The, the bottler? You 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 bottle things? No 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 the bottler, the bottler, the bottler. Oh the bottler! You're the one that doesn't learn around the house, is that? No 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 not the bottler. I don't bottler 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 bottler. You know I, I answer the door. Oh, you ask if there are deers outside. <laughs> That's most people wonder if there's a dog outside. You wonder if there's a deer outside. Anyways, um um um, can I see the gavir? And who are you? And who should I say is here? Uh, tell him Rabbi Yaakov of Ukup is here, and tell him I'm a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, and I heard that he would like to give a gold coin to anybody who could tell stories from the Baal Shem Tov, and here I am. You, a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov. Hey, hey, ambassador, ambassador, we got somebody here who's got to go to tell you some stories. Ambassador, come, 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 come here. Ah, yes, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How do you do? It's a pleasure to meet you. Ah, you must be tired from your journey. You came from Ukop. That's pretty far. It's not too far from Mezhevich, right? Eh, that's right, yes. That's wonderful. I am so delighted to meet you. Now, I would like to hear a story from the Balshita, but I know you need to rest. So you know what? It's Thursday. Why don't you stay here for Shabbos? Friday night. We'll go to Davin. We'll come back. I always invite poor people to my house. We'll sit around. We'll sing the mirrors, say the Reitera. And then you can tell a story from the Baal Shem Tov. What do you say? Um, that's a very good idea, except that you can't pay me for working on jobs. Oh, no, no. You think during the weekdays of what story you want to tell. Prepare yourself in the weekdays, and then I'll be paying you for your preparation from before Shabbos. Oh, Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that's permitted. Okay, very well. And so they waited. Friday night came. And the Baltfiller, he was singing away. No, no. <laughs> but I guess this is the way they do it in Italy. No, what can I do? All right. Uh, and then they came home and they sang Sholom Aleichem. Very strange, Shalom Aleichem. Do you guys know the next word? Lime. You know, I'm kind of getting hungry if you're going to say it that long. Oh, oh, that was close call. It's only the first two words they do that way. And they finally finished singing Shalom Aleichem. And they said all the little tefillas that some people say after Shalom Aleichem. And they sang Eishas Chayil. And finally they made Kiddush. And then the meal began. And people sang Zemiresh. 
But Rav Yaakov tried to hold himself back. I think this guy needs singing lessons, but I won't tell him. I will not make him feel bad, because that will be Onus Devorum. And I will not do that. I will be in control. I will be in control. And then finally, somebody got up and said a beautiful Devatera. And then that time came. All right, Myra Bisei, everybody here is my wonderful, wonderful invited guest. And I just want you to know that we are Zoycha tonight to have a special person here. Really, a special person? Who is the special person? Who is he? Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? Can you tell us who he is? Because I'd love to know who he is. Uh, me too. I would love to know. Yes, I will tell you. This very special person is none other than a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov. A Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov? Did you hear that? A Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov? Really now? Oh, this is so delightful. A Talmud from the Baal Shem Which one is he? Which one is he? Which one is he? This is Rabbi Yaakov of Ukap. Okay, and anyways, um, he will now tell us a Misa from the Baal Shem Tov. Okay, Rabbi Yaakov, please get up there. And, uh, the island is yours. Go ahead, tell us a story. Mesmerize me. Go ahead, tell the story. <laughs> yeah, could you, could you, would you? Uh, yes, Rabbi say, I know lots of stories. But, you know, I'd like to tell you that this particular story happened many years ago. And, and... Yeah, what happened next? This story, um, it happened a number of years ago. I said that part already. And it, it was with the Baal Shem Tov. Obviously, you're telling stories of the Baal Shem Tov. I don't understand. Uh, I, I had a story in my head a minute ago, but I can't seem to remember anything. Um, hmm. Let me see what's going on. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay, uh, this story happened a number of years ago. One day. Yeah, one day what? Now, listen, are you going to make Isaac over here? I know what it is. Rabbi Sai, this guy is a phony baloney. I'm telling you, he just came here. He wants to rob the rich Gevir. He wants to rob this Gevir. I'm telling you, I'm telling you clearly. He doesn't know any stories. He got up here. He saw all the people here. He got nervous. He didn't know what to make up. He's a Baba Maisa man. That's what it is. You're telling a Baba Maisa. You don't know any stories. You're a phony. You're a phony. Yeah, he's a phony. He's a phony. Yeah, he's not just phony. He's filled with baloney too. Impostorami on the side. Could you have a little lettuce and tomatoes? I like that, you know. No, 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 wait. And all of a sudden, the Gavir gave a clap on the table. <coughs> Raboisa, Raboisa, is this called Don Lechafschus? What's the matter with you people? This man traveled across from a great distance. Perhaps he's still a little tired. But he's been here since Thursday. Yes, he's been here since Thursday. But perhaps he's just a little tired. You know what? Let him have a good night's sleep tonight. Tomorrow, by the lunchtime suda, he'll try again to speak, won't you? Um, 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 yeah, sure, right, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, 100%. And so that Friday night, Yaakov went to his guest room to go to sleep. He had a hard time sleeping. I, I don't understand. I know literally hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of stories. And I've seen some of them with my own eyes. And, I, and I've gone in that wagon myself so many times. And why can I remember anything? Maybe he's right. Maybe I'm just tired. I need a good night's sleep. I'll just try to relax myself. I'm going to go to sleep. I'll say, Kriyashma Lamita, and then I'm going to go to sleep. And so that night he went to sleep. And then the next morning, the rooster crowed. And then after he woke up, after he woke up, he went over and he decided to go to shul. And he's going to go with a happy attitude. <laughs> I'm going to remember a story. I'm going to dive like a man. So I'm going to be mispal extra careful that I should remember stories. Yes, 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 yes. And then lunchtime came. And they were singing some years. I think it's time for the Vatera. Yes, anything to stop him from singing. What do you say? Shh. We're not supposed to embarrass anybody. We don't embarrass anybody. Remember that? 
Uh, right. Okay. Meir Abesai, first Advar Torah. And so again, Advar Torah was said. Beautiful, beautiful job. And now, Rabbi Yaakov, are you ready? Oh, yes, yes. I have a story in my head now, right now. Sure, sure. Yes, I am ready. All right, Rabbi Yisai, Rabbi Yaakov will get up, and he's going to tell us a story that happened in the times of the Baal Shem Tev. After all, he's a Talmud, and he lived through it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Rabbi Sai, I'm telling you, this story is half of a fella. This story happened a number of years ago. One day... Yeah, what happened one day? Yeah, yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, what happened one day? Even the butler, who was standing there, who wasn't even Jewish, but it was the butler, he said, Hey, what's the matter with you? Hey, come on, you got to me interested too. What, what happened in one a day, huh? Or was it a two days? Or what is it yesterday? Or today? What happened? When did it happen, huh? Hey, come on, tell us, tell us a story, huh? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, this guy, I'm telling you, is a phony. But of course, once again, the clap on the tish came. We must be done. He must still be very tired. Very tired? This man is not very tired. Yeah, I'll tell you what the problem is. This man is not very tired. I can tell you what the problem is. This man is not tired at all. You know what it is? This guy is robbing from you. That's what it is. He came here to get a free room and board, and he's getting free meals. That's what it is. I bet he doesn't know any stories. He's a, a, a full of bologna pastrami sandwich guy. That's what he is. Does he have a pickle on the side with lettuce and tomatoes? Because I like that. Would you please stop that? This is serious business. I'm serious. I like tomatoes and lettuce. Will you stop that? And so, once again, he said, Raboisai, Raboisai, please. I'm sure it just must be that he is tired. And so, Shalashu this time came. And everybody was there. You're right. Uh, if it wasn't for Shabbos, I would say, let's take our bets, okay? And would you want to bet on that? I'm going to bet that he is not going to remember the story. Ah, come on. It's an easy bet. I don't want to bet. What am I going to bet? That he's going to remember the story? Are you already sure he's not going to remember the story? Okay? He's not going to remember. He's not going to know anything. I'm telling you. Raboisai, I want to tell you a story that happened with the Heligabal Shemtov. Ah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we should start you here on my life for sure. No, no, seriously. I remember a story. This story happened many years ago. Yeah, like yesterday's story. And one day. Yeah, like this afternoon. And I want you to know that what happened was... And again, he forgot. Couldn't remember. This is very embarrassing. I can't believe this. I know hundreds of stories. What is Hashem doing to me? Why can't I remember? I can't even remember a single story. Not even the most simplest one. Don't worry. I'm sure it'll come back to you. There must be a good reason. Relax. All right, Rabbi Zai will sing some more Zemiris, and tonight by Malava Malka, everything will be fine. And so that night, they had Malava Malka. And everybody finished all this mirrors of Mlava Malka, and then suddenly he said, Raboisai, Rabiakov. And Rabiakov got up there and he did it again. So, Raboisai, I just want you to know I can't remember a thing. I told you he's a funny baloney guy. He's full of baloney. Does he have the lettuce and tomatoes as well? That's what I want to know. Rabzai, I don't think he's full of baloney. I just think that there's something, maybe he's has temporary amnesia. Yeah? I'll tell you what he has temporary. He has temporary, uh, Ganev Shakop. That's what it is. He, he's temporary something else. He's temporarily <laughs> stealing from you. He's temporarily, uh, uh, making you, uh, keep him here, uh, give him room and board, and he's just living off of you. Uh, why doesn't he just come straight out and say he's poor and he wants some tzedakah? I'm sure you'll give it, won't you? I would, but I'm telling you, he's real. I just know it. Huh. Oh, boy. For a gavir, how he made his money, I have no idea. But for a gavir, uh, I don't want to speak any Lashon Hara, but... Then don't speak any Lashon Hara. Oh, I was just thinking in my mind. I was just thinking to myself, you know, this, this gavir, I mean, how smart can he be? Doesn't he recognize that this guy is ripping him off? And finally, it came Tuesday. Tuesday! And this Rabbi Yaakov said, I'm so, so sorry. I don't know what to say. 
I'm extremely apologetic to you. I, I, I mean, I... Don't worry. I trust that you really know stories. Just that for whatever reason is, you forgot them. Maybe you want to stay a little longer. It'll come back to you, I'm sure. No, no, I, I can't do this anymore. I just can't. It's so embarrassing to me. I, I have to go now. Well, if you change your mind, you remember something, please do come back. Yeah, sure, sure. But, but uh, don't have the same crowd because this is too embarrassing. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. And so he got into the wagon and he told the wagon driver, Excuse me, uh, go to the boat docks and maybe I'll get a boat ride back to my side or whatever, you know. I'm going to, you know, yeah, yeah. And the wagon driver said, Okay, whatever you say, buddy boy, no problem. Here we go, give you a posse. And he whipped the horses in a galloping way. And finally in the middle he says, Wait! Wait! What's going on here, you know? I could have fallen off this, 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 this wagon, you know? You think they have seatbelt laws on stagecoaches? Come on, you know? Uh, this is the 1700s, you know? Now, uh, what's the problem? I remember a story. You gotta turn back. You gotta turn back. Oh, you know, you think I'm going to drive you this way, then drive you that way, drive you this way. You know, that costs money. I'm sure the Gavir will pay. I'm sure. Take me back. Take me back. All right. All right. And so he turned the horse around and he galloped as fast as he could. And he arrived by this Gavir. And he ran up there. I remember a story. I remember a story. And at that moment, there were plenty of people sitting around eating. Oh, he came back for another free meal. What's some body point? If you're so porn hungry, why don't you just ask straight out you're porn hungry? Eh, don't be ashamed. Ask for the food. I remember a story, and I'm going to tell it to you. I don't care how many people are here. I'm going to tell it to you. And the Gavir's face beamed. Wow, this is Givaldi. Go ahead. Tell it to me, please. I'm waiting so long for this. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You're not waiting as long as I am. You'd be surprised. Oh, yeah, I would. Okay. Well, anyways, this story that I remember is an amazing story. It happened about uh, 25 years ago. Yes, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> it was Matzah Shabbos, and we were all sleeping, and all of a sudden, the Baal Shem Tov comes to my bed, and he says, ah, Yaakov, we have to go now. It's very important. We have to leave somewhere. And so, uh, he calls me, you know, and he took another Talmud with him, you know, and I think it was Rabdavid he took with him, and we went into this wagon, you know, and he tells Alexa to, to start riding, and all of a sudden, after a while, he tells Alexa to close his eyes and turn around, and as Alexa closes his eyes and turns around, the next thing that happens is, we're somewheres. And the whole audience says, wow, this guy knows how to tell a story. Yeah, yeah, he's really telling the story this time for real. <laughs> you think he's making this up? I don't know, just it's so good. Let me hear it, let me hear it. Please, our boy's side, it's a very important story. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, anyways, so what happened was this, let me tell you. So we arrived in this town, and we got there, and we stopped in front of this house and had a mezuzah on the door. But that whole area was all deserted. It was so quiet. We, we didn't hear anything outside. We didn't see anybody walking the streets. And the Baal Shem Tov said, this is the place. This is where we're going to stop. Right here. This house is opposite. From here, we could see the town square. Uh, Yaakov, knock on the door. Uh, yes, yes, uh, hey, Lege Rebbe, I will knock on the door. Uh, Rebbe, there's nobody home. No one's answering. Somebody's home. Please knock on the door again. All right. Uh, they're not answering. Knock real loud. All right. Quiet! Quiet! Who is there? Oh, oh. You, you, you want to try to get me killed? Shh. Relax, lady. Calm down. We're not here to get you killed. Can we come in? Get in here quickly, quickly, quickly! Get in here quickly! And so, we all went inside. And the lady closed the door. Ah, 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 ah. Are you trying to kill me? You almost gave me a heart attack. Uh, listen to how fast my heart is beating. <laughs> ah, I'm telling you. Do ah, you know what today is? Yes. Today is a beautiful Matzah Shabbos. Actually, no longer Matzah Shabbos. It's Sunday morning. Yom Rishon. Why? Today, in this town, is a holiday. Uh-oh. 
there's a holiday? I didn't know about it. I mean, uh, maybe we shouldn't be traveling. She doesn't mean that kind of holiday. You could tell what kind of holiday it is. All right, I'll tell you. It's a holiday that all the Goyim celebrate that if there's any Jew that's found on the streets today, it's free for all. Oh, really? Free for all? What do they get for free? <laughs> it's not free for all that way. It's free for all for the Goyim. They can kill any Jew that they find outside. That's why you don't see anybody in the Jewish part outside. Everybody's inside. Everybody closed their windows. They closed their doors. They shut the windows. They shut the doors. And here you come banging away. What are you trying to get me killed or something? Don't worry. I'm just going to open your shutter over here. Open my shutter! What's the matter with you? They'll come through the window. Relax, madam. Everything is fine. Uh, trust, uh, trust my rabbi. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I can't stop you. Um, uh, where's the rest of your family? Oh, they're over there, huddled over there behind the table and the couch over there. They're scared stiff. You can come out, don't worry. Everything be fine. Everything be fine? <laughs> That's what you say. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway, what are you doing? You're really opening the shutters. No, no, you don't, 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 please don't do that. You'll get us killed. <laughs> don't worry. My Rebbe says it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Everything is fine. You know, it's the Halig of Baal Shem Tov. I, I don't care who you... What, what did you say he is? I said he's the Baal Shem Tov. You know, Rabbi Yisrael, Ben Eliezer, you know the Baal Shem Tov? From Mezhevich? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, no, you're pulling my leg. No, I'm nowhere near your leg. I can't be pulling your leg. Okay, so listen, I'm just going to open the shutters over here. <laughs> okay, uh, I open the windows. Beautiful, I could see the square. All the goyim are gathering around over there. Oh, this is wonderful. The bishop is over there. He just arrived. Ah, you see, before they go and kill people, uh, they have to have a bishop come up and, you know, make an announcement. Today, that's a new bishop. He wants to make the announcement. He wants to rile up the crowd. So can we close the window then? No, 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 no. I have to watch from here. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov, come here. Yes, Rebbe, what is it? I need you to go straight up there, straight to the platform, tell the bishop that the Baal Shem Tov wants to see him right now. Eh, right. Are you out of your mind? You're going to walk among those thousands of goyim over there? They have sticks, they have bats, they have things with nails, they have hatchets, they have axes, they have pitchforks, and everything. You're going to get killed. Oh, no, I've been around with the Baal Shem Tov long enough. He says I should go there. I'm going. Uh... Um, if, if you want to lock the door, if it makes you feel better, it's okay, but it's quite all right. You don't have to lock the door. Are you out of your mind? I'd love to close the shutters and everything. And so he went out the door. And he walked slowly down. And there was a big crowd. Thousands of Goyim were around. Yeah. Can't wait for the bishop to get up there and talk. Oh, he's coming there. Oh, he just walked up the platform. <laughs> come on, bishop. Go ahead. Tell like his Yeah, bishop, come on. Just get a sailor and go storm the houses. Yeah, because I don't see any Jews outside. Come on, come on. And suddenly, Rabiako starts walking between them. Excuse me, pardon me, sir, sir. You know, you should go on a diet a little bit, sir. <clears throat> I can't fit between here. <clears throat> oh, okay. Pardon me, excuse me, excuse me. And it was amazing. This lady is watching. I can't believe it. He's walking right between the people. The people are standing aside. It's like they don't even realize he's a Jew. He's walking up to the platform. I can't believe this. Excuse me, uh, Bishop, how are you? What are you doing over here? Eh? How dare you come right in the middle of this? Um, I, I dare to come because uh, the Holy Baal Shem Tov has summoned you, and he wants to see you right now. Who did you say? I said the, the Baal Shem Tov. He wants to see you uh, right now. Right, right, right now. Uh, tell him I'll be there in two minutes, okay? Tell him I'll be there in two minutes. All right. Um, if you say so. Excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me. And uh, you still need to go on a diet, sir. Excuse me. Oh, oh boy. I can't fit between here. Okay. And suddenly the lady said, this is unreal. You are a holy man. How did you do that? Those Goyim, they didn't. It's like they didn't even see him. And that heavy set fowler, he didn't even squash him. What's going on here? How did this happen? What was happening? Don't worry. Ah, yes, Rabbi Yaakov. No, what did he say? 
Um, he said that um, he'd be there in two minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he, uh, he, uh, I'm sorry. You must tell him I want to see him right now. Uh, right now. Okay. Here we go again. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. I'm going to go the other side. I don't want to go past that heavy set fellow. Oh, boy. Mm, this guy's also heavy set. What's with these guys? What did you eat all day? Mm. Okay. Here I am. Okay. Uh, hello there. I'm back. And so, I want you all to know today, today is a very special day. Uh, excuse me, it's me, I'm here again. Uh, one moment, everybody. Uh, who is the bishop talking to? I don't know. You see anybody over there? I don't see anybody either. Is he going out of his mind? He, he looks like he's leaning over talking to someone. Do you see anybody there? I don't see a body there. No, I don't see anybody there either. I don't see anybody there either. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, the Baal Shem Tov wants to see you now. And now means now. All right. I will come right now. And so the Halak of Baal Shem Tov, he decided to uh, see him now. And therefore, this bishop realized he has to come now. Um, uh, uh, I will be back. Uh, wait for me. I shall return. Right! We can't wait till you give us the signal! And so the bishop, he stepped down and he followed Rabbi Yaakov. And he came all the way inside to the hut. And the lady, I'm not afraid of you. I got the rabbi here. <laughs> la, 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 kiss, kiss. <laughs> I'm not afraid just because you're a bishop. <laughs> He's a holy man, trust me. You wish to see me? I am here. Hey. <laughs> He's here. Come, may we go into that room and speak privately? And he went into a room, and he spoke for over two hours. And then after two hours, the Baal Shem Tov came home. I came out of the room all by himself. And the bishop wasn't there. And eventually he never went back to the crowd. And the crowd got impatient, and slowly the crowd fizzled out. And nothing happened on that day to the Jewish people. And then the Baal Shem Tov went home. And that's the story the way I remember it. I don't know what happened to the bishop. And I don't know what happened inside that room. But that's what I remember in the story. And that's the story that just came to my head. And suddenly the Gavir got up and he said, Listen to me very carefully. I want everybody to sit down, including you, Rabbi Yaakov. I know what happened. Uh, you know what happened? How is that? I mean, how do you know that? Because I am the bishop. <laughs> you didn't recognize me. Because when you saw me then, I didn't have a beard. Now I have a long beard and I have payas. When you saw me as the bishop, I talked gruffly. And now I talk a little more refined. I will tell you what happened. You see, when I was speaking to the Baal Shem Tov, he told me, Exactly what I had in my dream the night before. My ancestors, they came to me in my dream, and they were so worried that I was destroying the family line of Yiddishkeit. I was breaking all the Neshamas, because I went away from Yiddishkeit. And do you know why I went away from Yiddishkeit? I will tell you. See, there's a thing called kavod, honor. When I was a little boy, I was very smart. I got the highest marks in my class, but getting the highest marks was not enough. I had to go around and bragging and say, I am the smartest kid in the class. I got the highest mark. And then after a while, a lot of children didn't want to play with me. But I felt this thing of honor. I wanted it. And then one day, a priest, a galach, walked down the street. And he saw me. Excuse me. I understand that you're seeking honor. Let me tell you something. Join my flock. And you will have all the honor. We have more people than your Jewish people. You could rise in the ranks. The higher you go in our church, the greater is your honor. Perhaps you should join. And I listened to him. And I joined the monastery. And I rose to the ranks. And on that day it was my turn because I became a bishop. And I was supposed to rabble the rousers of the crowd. I was supposed to rouse and rabble them, whatever you want to call it. And get them riled up to attack the Jewish people. That was my debut. Yes. I was willing to do that. Even though I knew I was Jewish way back when. But just because of honor. 
But that night I had a dream, and my ancestors came, and they thought that there was nothing left of my neshama to be saved. But in the dream, that rabbi, the Baal Shem Tov, he came to me and he told me, he told me that there is some moisture left. I could be saved. And I laughed in the dream. But then the next day, I got up on the platform. And you, Rabbi Yaakov, you came. And the rabbi told me how to do tshuva for two hours. He was explaining to me. I had to bribe people in the government that they should not tell that I sold my fortune, sold my property and everything, and I left. I left a very large portion of my money, at least a third I had to use for the government. A third I used to give for tzedakah for all the poor people around. And then one third I took with me and went far away to Italy where nobody knew me, right here. And I set myself up. But the Rebbe said I should do tshuva, and I've been doing everything he said. And I asked him, when will my tshuva be accepted, or will it be accepted? And he says, you'll know. A storyteller will come around, and he will tell stories of the Baal Shem Tov. And when he says this story, you will know that you are forgiven. And that's why when Rabbi Yaakov came, and he forgot, and he couldn't say the story. I knew who he was. I recognized him, but he didn't recognize me. But I knew when he couldn't say the story, it wasn't time. So every time he went to sleep, I didn't go to sleep. I started to be mispalled greater and begged Hashem for forgiveness. And finally, I obviously was forgiven because he was able to tell the story. And now that you brought me such good news, to know that I was forgiven for my Averus, and my tshuva was accepted, I will again sell and divide all my riches. Half of it I will give to you, Rabbi Yaakov. And that's exactly what he did. He gave half of his riches to Rabbi Yaakov. And Rabbi Yaakov was able to go back to Ukap, and he was able to settle down, marry, and start his own family, and live comfortably, and learn for the rest of his life. Wow, Rabbi Herbst, that was an unbelievable story. Do you notice that I was quiet and even the doggy on the side was quiet? I think the doggy fell asleep. Anyways, <laughs> Rabbi Herbst, do you know that this story that you just told is full of so many lessons? Okay, 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 not a problem. So go ahead, tell, tell me uh, some of the lessons you learned. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> I mean, the story was like really, uh, you know, an amazing story. I mean, I think you once told it before. I mean, didn't you? I mean, it's possible you told it uh, 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 on Wonder Words. Uh, maybe, maybe you told it there. Yes, it's possible. Good number of years ago. Uh, but but, but uh, something in my head tells me like you once told this story uh, uh, on Jared too. Uh, yeah, probably at least 10 or 12 years ago. That's possible. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, about these lessons. Right, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 so tell me about these lessons. Okay, well, the first lesson I learned was, um, um, um... Come on, Yossi, stop with the, um, 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 please, okay? Okay, okay. Um, I was thinking about the lessons of Mishanich, not Mishanich. Yossi, what is Mishanich? Uh, you know, when I sing song like that, I remember. Anyways, it's very interesting that this year Galach, I mean, it was really a Yid, and he was a smart person, but he didn't realize he had a gift from Hashem. Go on, I like what you're saying. Yeah, he didn't realize he had a gift from Hashem, and what he was doing was, I mean, it's was unreal. I mean, you know, like, uh, he, he should have used his gift and, and to help himself and not work on being a gyvenic and seeking for covet. He should have used his uh, skill to help other people, right? That's right. You got it. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Go on. I like what you're saying. It's like Maisha Rebbeinu was on a Mikol Adam, right? He was like a Mikolish, whatever. The, I, don't, I don't remember the exact wording because, you know, I'm not, I don't have the Chumash in front of me. But, I mean, like, it was, it was the biggest honor, but yet everybody knew who he was and he wasn't afraid to say things when he had to say that. Uh, Yossi, why are you speaking so fast? I, I'm so excited about it because I remember what I want to say. Oh, okay, so say what you want to say. Well, I mean, so uh, uh, he was seeking COVID. And he almost gave up his Yiddish guide, uh, 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 you know, like there's nothing greater than Tyra, you know. I, I mean, even like it says, you know, speaking about Adah, Simcha, you know, Mishanich, Tzadah, Bambi, Simcha, but ain't Simcha. 
Ella Tyra. Right. Go ahead. I like what you're saying so far. Well, anyway, so I gotta tell you this. I gotta tell you what's going on. You see, so he got so carried away, the idea of Simcha overrode the power of the Torah. And he didn't realize what a gift he had that everything comes so easy to him. But he pushed it aside. And then he did, you know, like, uh, like he became so much of a galach that he got into it so much. And he got riches from it and so on and so forth. And then came that climactic moment. Do you see, he was so... Uh, brainwashed with the idea of covet it meant so much to him i mean like it was unreal i mean you know what i'm talking about i'm beginning to if you just like uh stop talking in chop chop sentences and just say it why well, you see what happened is like this he was standing there when the balshemtev sent you know rabbi uncle to call him i mean you know he was just standing there and he was you know, it was his turn that day to to, to, to rile up the crowd. I can imagine it, this concept that he was so arangetzoyget. Wow, yes, you picked up a nice Yiddish word. Yeah. <laughs> okay, arangetzoyget, I like that. Okay, he was brought, drawn in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was drawn into this so much that, that, that he was ready to rile up the crowd. To Mamish beat up and Chasvasholim killed Yidin, his own people. That's how far he went. But then he had that uh, that dream, and that's what we learn in the story that Schus Avice really helps. And if not for that, he probably wouldn't have had a chance to do Chuba. And who knows what would have happened? But. When the, he heard that the Baal Shemta was calling him and it was like what he had in his dream, he realized that was not an ordinary dream. Because after all, he was a smart fella. <laughs> right. Okay. And that, and that uh, it was Ramesh Givaldic, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's Givaldic. And I'm so happy you got the message in the story. But you know what the best part of the story was? Okay. There was a the best part. I thought there was a lot of best parts. Yeah. But I mean the lesson-wise. Uh-oh. Lesson-wise. Go ahead. The lesson-wise is... That he was able to still do tshuva. Aha! Very interesting. You are so right. And you know what else? On that day that he agreed to speak to the Baal Shem Tov, what happened to the crowd? Oh, yeah, they were waiting for the orders. They didn't get it. And they got bored and then they dispersed. And nothing happened on that day. So that particular day, Yidin was saved. That's right. That's right. You got it right. And you see that this here person did not give up on doing tshuva because he recognized Rav Yankel and you know what happened. I know exactly what happened. I was there. You were there? I mean, I was in the story. I mean, I mean, I was listening to the story. Okay, yeah, and? And I know exactly what happened. It was unbelievable. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, um, you know, the power of tshuva is so great. But, you know, sometimes people say, I want to do tshuva, but then they give up. They say, oh, I did so bad, I'll never be able to change. Oh, there's no hope for me. But this year, Galach never gave up. And this year, also, this person, Rabbi Uncle, had such a muna and betochen and amuna chachomim. I mean, you know, it was like unreal. You, when you say Amun and Betoch, you mean Amun and Hashem and Betoch and Hashem. Of course, of course. But he had such a Amun and Betoch that his Rebbe, the Baal Shem, the Heilige Rabbi Yisrael ben Elez, Elie, Rabbi Eliezer, was such a very Choshev Tzadik that, that even after he was Nifta, he kept fulfilling what the Baal Shem asked him. Wow. You listen well, and you're really thinking. And here I was, thinking that you are abyssal, uh, I don't want to use the word fashiket abyssal, a little drunken abyssal, but yeah, I thought you were too topsy-turvy for, for the, you know, <laughs> in the month of Adar already, you know, that you weren't going to pay full attention to the story. I no, 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 I was. And you know what? Um, with the last minute that we have left, or last 30 seconds, or whatever it is, I would like to say... Everybody have a wonderful Shabbos and a Gittin Chodesh, which is coming up. We bench race Chodesh on their base. Let's look forward to uh, Purim Godal. Yes, yes, yes. And let's look forward 
that Be'ezus Hashem, we serve Hashem so fully that he finally sends Mashiach, Tzidkenu, Bimhera, Biyomenu, Amen. So everybody, have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful weekend. So goodbye.